and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Did you see what I just tried to do? No. I, I literally was like taking a sip. I was like, no, 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 you can't do it now. <laughs> I'm, I... Whenever my butt, my I'm like, let's do the let's do it at the worst time. <laughs> I think that's most people's instinct. I do that. I'll do that a lot where I like I dial a phone call like I go to call somebody and then I start eating or drinking like immediately when anyone could pick up the phone is when I'm like, Mahar! I I thought of it today because we we're not leading with the good news, guys. But <laughs> no, but this is bigger news. <laughs> I was listening to a, one of my true crime podcasts, and they were like, "Why would a person hold the doorknob like this if they were going to do this?" So I was like, "Oh, absolutely! I would be the one confusing cops. They'd be like, why did you made all the weird choices in this moment?'" <laughs> <laughs> well. Speaking of good choices, uh, <laughs> just trying. I'm trying. Segway, segway, segway. You know, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's Kardashian. And I'm feeling good. Michael Bublé. Uh, what wonderful news. What wonderful news. We have a new president-elect. Uh, if you've been listening to this podcast, surprise, we're not Republicans. Um, <laughs> um, we're very happy with this outcome. Yeah. We, if, you know, depending on where you live, I'm sure there were different, like, reactions around the country. Uh, my instinct is it like, other than, like, the, what if there's voter fraud that most people aren't, like, so mad? But I don't know, you know. Yeah, you I know. mean, I think it would be cool to t I mean, people saw it on the news. Obviously, everybody knows what happened uh, on Saturday, uh, but it was really special. I felt like we got to be like ground reporters. Marcy and I, our neighborhood, Los Feliz, was absolutely popping off yes we could hear it from the, our our own little homes and yes. it was the truest feeling of like running out into the street like a feeling i'll never know like i i literally like was in my i wear nightgown with no underwear at all guys that's my Woo! that's my that's my jam i was like jamming coffee and i think i had turned down the tv because i was like no news is coming in mm -mm. and i like looked at it and it said president it said pro um projected biden and i was like oh, 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 and i grabbed the champagne out of my refrigerator <laughs> ran outside and banged on my neighbor's window <laughs> and was like shaking the bottle at her <laughs> And it, like trying to like say it loud enough so people across the street could hear. And then finally, like my neighbors like came out. We're like, whoa! We were all like, whoa! It was surreal. It was incredible. Like, yeah, I was fully asleep. Tim woke me up and was like, they just called Pennsylvania for Biden. And I was truly completely dead to the world and stumbled up to turn on the TV. And yeah, we had no champagne. So I ordered champagne to be delivered and we got good champagne Ooh. and had a glass. And then it started to just get louder and louder in the street. And we went out and then, yeah, it was like a full dance party up at um, the kind of main intersection at the top of the street. And people saw at those the are the seven, image. The 76 station. Our very own 76 station. People, so many people filmed it because people were dancing on cars 
Um, that was Demi. Demi, a comedian, yes. an LA comedian. This guy Demi, and um, also Trimber. Angela Trimber was on the car dancing yes. when I went by. Yeah, and. <laughs> People were filming. It was music blaring. People openly drinking in the streets. Uh, a car drove by with someone playing God Bless America on the trumpet. It was so wild. I had just never seen anything like it. People were just like hugging. Uh, it was... I did a loop and I played WAP real loud. Oh, it was so. <laughs> There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. It was like a kind of joy. I've never seen. And then Marcy and I got to see each other. We- yes, because I was after my I was making like maybe because I made a loop and then drove down to Aubrey's house and like stalked outside. But she didn't see me in time. And I got frustrated. Not frustrated. I got like, antsy, like, like on to the next on to the next. So I drove back down here. And then as I was driving down, I saw my friend walking me. down the street and I honked at her and she didn't even notice because so many people were honking. Everywhere. I just saw your little red. I saw the red of the car it and was like, wait a while to get your attention. I had my ear pods in, too. So I didn't hear. And I was just like like listening and taking it in. And then uh, we sat with a couple friends at uh, a little corner place and, and had mimosas. Oh, and it was so cool. So great. And I was telling my mom that was like, you know, we all had our mask on. And then it, when we take a sip, we would just take it off one ear and then put it back. She's like, why you can take them <laughs> off? And I was like, well, I don't, we're not like, it feels better. I also, think everybody it feels had, better. It, if it had just been you and Tim, I would have been like, fine because you know like yeah but it was like another friend i was like then we're getting too far out the bubble guys also it's a day that we're like we had been like very much around a lot more people than we had like you know even though we're not hugging strangers like it was just a lot more people out in the street and it was so i think it felt good to just try to be cautious and Uh, i will say like it was like seeing hundreds and hundreds of people in the streets it really felt like Mardi Gras had yeah. such like a call. Like it gave me feelings of like the excitement you would get for partying in college. Like, yeah, that kind of it old felt school. You, it truly did feel like our neighborhood felt like a college town. And it was just like people dancing in corners and playing like and blaring music out of speakers. Everyone was wearing masks except for like maybe like one in 30 people weren't. Yeah. And it was usually because they were like taking a picture or like. Right. Like, t- like, you know, even the people drinking, they were like going back and forth with it. So it was it, so, <sighs> so fun. It was the most I have ever loved living in L.A. It made especially after I don't even know what we're on month eight of pandemic seven. I don't know. But like to just feel so connected again to people, because it's also like we've realized we're not really going to have a moment like that with the pandemic. There will be no moment like even though there's great vaccine news today. Yes. But we're not going to like run out in the streets. And so it, it just dawned on me like this might be I mean, most people probably don't have that in their life. But like this is the closest we're all going to feel to like collective joy during this stretch. Obviously, it doesn't extend to everybody in the way that a vaccine does. But it was at least in our bubble where we live and like everyone texting and we had friends all in different parts of the city. There's so much fun video of like um, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend driving was sitting outside of their car. Like, you know, it's really funny, like like where they were. Then Betsy came out with her butt out the window. (laughs) Our friend Betsy hung her ass out a window. It was like uh, Dickie texted me and was like, Cara Delevingne is is hanging out uh, across from Rustic. And I was like, what? We just missed them. We just missed them. 
it was really this like bonkers LA day. And I know New York was having a similar thing of just like Philly. There were cities everywhere. Even Even like smaller Texas towns and Arizona and stuff. Like I know that like when Barack Obama was elected president, it was such a, 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 a very like momentous occasion. Everyone was so excited, but I will say this, I will never forget. I'll never forget what that felt like for the rest of my life with that. Just the thrill of like, just, it. you know, I know that, like I said, not everyone is happy about it, but there was in this city, the sense of unity. Like I have never never felt. I have never felt like that. And after days and days and days of just like anxious watching, anxious. Me getting all horned up for poor Steve Kornacki. Everyone did. Everyone did. Everyone. I truly felt like, especially today, like trying to come back to work and like figure out like where I'd left things. I was like, I truly felt like it was a lost week. I was like, I know I worked. I know I saw and did things. As far as I know, the image of last week was just MSNBC. Like, I don't remember a single other thing other than Saturday morning and the world feeling like it turned. And like, oh, man, it was such a joy. And like, I know night watching the speeches. Oh, my God. Kamala in her white suit. And like, it was just true joy. And like, I will just say this. This is my personal opinion. This is my disclaimer. Yes, to all the important points everyone has brought up in terms of like the numbers are still really scary for how many mm-hmm. people voted against if if that's, you know, and that there is this the turnout of white women, the work that there still is to be done. Yes, 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 a million times yes. But I would say as a lifelong Democrat, we are not great at winning sometimes and it is not our in our nature. And sometimes it is okay to feel the joy of winning something and take a moment to acknowledge the hard work, the female uh, campaign, um, the Stacey head of the Abrams and Stacey like, yeah. Abrams, the amount of like, I mean, the, the, the feeling of victory that doesn't also have to be about rubbing somebody's face in loss, the, the acknowledgement of the hard work that went into something historic changing and moving forward. And that's yeah. what I'm choosing to, to just like sit in for yeah. one second. Also, every time that I heard Biden speak for the past like month, he makes me cry. Isn't like, that funny how that happens? I like, like he was not someone that I was like, oh come on! Like I was so devastated when Warren had to drop out of the race, oh. and I was like, all right. But the past, like the way he talks about all of his children and his wife, it is just—he's such a good. I don't even my parents who like aren't, you know, they are, you know, they are voted for Trump. They, you know. They, the worst my mom said was like, yeah, he came out of his basement, I guess. And I was like, oh, but that's like the worst they could do because he's not a bad human. No. And I think that I think that was like a very overwhelming feeling Saturday, like watching those speeches was like the feeling of like just really decent I people. You I know? wanted to call my mom and be like, he recited your favorite hymn <laughs> like, on Eagle's Wings is your favorite bop at church. <laughs> Well, it was a truly joyful moment, a historic moment. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it was just really, really something, and it was and something to to get to share, and we got to share it. And we got That's to the share. The most it. important part is that you guys know that we saw each other. And yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was 
truly what a great day what a whole great day what a great day um, also just like on the kamala stuff that she was posting about her husband today and i was like i love that this woman found her soul made it and married him at 50 also i was saying to tim it's really important and i love that it's not really part of the conversation that she didn't have she she has adopted his kids but she did not have children of her own from my understanding and like that's i think cool like this unique family which is not that unique in america but like to have married later to have taken on his kids that she she's older than him i believe she's older than him that she uh second gentleman is my favorite term in the the history the first second gentleman is so delightful to me and that he clearly adores her like it is nice oh. I will, whatever else you think about trump and pence like it's nice to have people in the white house who love their partners <laughs> and at least two of them are fucking <laughs> <laughs> you know doug and kamala you know what the way that biden jogged down that stage he probably <laughs> pounds jill real good <laughs> I mean, I hope for it. And um, God bless Baron Trump. I will protect him. We will, <laughs> will protect him. I we love will protect that his giant. I By the that. way, fun internet game. Uh, if you've never done this, Google Baron Trump height. No one can decide if he is like six foot four or seven foot one. And it is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, the photos <laughs> are so wild in terms of perspective and angles and you will lose your mind. There are photos where he he's, looks like truly six feet taller than Trump. And then he's other, a big boy. He's a big he's boy. Tall no matter what, but I dare you right in. Tell me how tall you think he is. It's a fun internet game. <sighs> Gosh. Okay. That was our fun okay. political talk. It would be crazy not to acknowledge it. Um, oh my but, gosh. I've never, uh, yeah, I feel it's a 180 in feelings. Even and, and it as makes me <laughs> we're getting alerts about 855 people in Los Angeles alone being in the hospital with COVID. But, even that's, as, but then I woke up today and the first thing I saw on my TV was our uh, president-elect from the office of president-elect Biden announcing a plan for COVID yeah. and a, a aggressive plan based in science. And I was like, oh, my God, can this really be? And then the vaccine news. And it's like this also can move forward. Hopefully. Yes. Thank God. Um and I don't, I mean, clearly just good news is good news, but I hated this family less. <laughs> There's still, I, I, I gotta say we got such great, I was not really sure how our episode would hit last week. Cause I felt personally like I was on one. I was like <laughs> down to just shred these guys and it felt right. And I stand behind it, but we got a lot of really great feedback that it was cathartic for other people. And I appreciated it. I just wanted to say that. Um, so yeah, maybe a little more tolerable to see these people this week though. Yes. yes. Um, just a smidge, like a enough smidge. that they're not like, I will say this. I still have a lot of them muted and I'm just going and checking them when I feel Don't like worry, it. I haven't muted them. So I'll tell you if there's anything that's, interesting. That's what I figure. We're team. Okay, I don't so. mind following a, a person I hate. That's part <laughs> of my life. It's more just like I when I'm mad at somebody and like I have it's it's what I do in my life life. But and I just don't want to it's like I don't want to unsuspectingly have them because I watch so many stories and I'll just let them run. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't want you popping up. So How would you popping up. Well, dovetailing with the election, Kim and the family were set were 
posting a bunch of photos yes. congratulating Biden on the victory. Yeah. Um, even though people were still like, what have you done, Kim, your husband? And I, I wonder, do you, who do you think Kim voted for? I do not think she voted for Kanye. I, I believe she voted for she's historically a Democrat. I, I think it would have been absolutely insane. She did endorse uh, Hillary. Hillary. She didn't endorse Biden. And I think that was her concession to Kanye was to not endorse Biden. Yes. Uh, but I absolutely in my heart of hearts believe that she voted for Biden. Yes. No question. And- she's been posting um congrats and so have the other sisters everyone is like democracy wins you know that kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) no i think to make her husband feel better she posted pictures of with him today wearing some of his clothing Mm -hmm. so and they're lounging looking great so they're happy they're fine it's let's put the uh, election of of Kanye West behind us. Although but he did you- say 2024. He already conceded, but said 2024. <laughs> Go, you know what? At that least give- he, yeah. It gives me time. It gives me time to just get space. There was like a little kerfuffle because I think on election day she posted this. I did think was funny. She posted like an "I voted" or around one of the election days. And she was like had the sticker, I think, on her finger and she was wearing red to which everybody was like, which guys never she's never going to she didn't she wouldn't vote Trump. But she was getting a lot of uh, because red being traditionally the Republican color uh, and she reposted it in black and white. Yes, I saw that. Now, um, I my neighbor uh, I, I on election night I got her a cake because it was like a belated birthday. Yeah. Although, boy, she didn't go to bed happy because she it wasn't mean, looking good. But that's a tough, tough. <laughs> that was just a tough one. But I got it from Hanson. Oh, beloved Hanson! And when I went to pick, I went to pick it up, and it was going to say "Happy Birthday" her name, and then Biden Harris twenty twenty. And it was all in red. And I was like, ooh, um, oh, gosh. Because I don't like, that I don't is like to complain. I don't like to complain. But I was just like, I think this was supposed to be in blue. And she like looked at my door. She's like, oh, it was. Do you want us to fix it? I was like, yeah, you could fix it a little bit. Good. But they just added blue to the outside of it. But I was like, oh. okay, at least it's not all red now. I was like, it is um, <laughs> this it's the stuff that matters it's like it it doesn't i mean ultimately but it is like uh, on especially these really fraught days and in the thick <laughs> of it it's like we our nerves can't take even like red um, icing <laughs> no i don't think we can i knew i would be fine but i knew specifically <laughs> she wouldn't love it um so i made them fix part of it halfway at least um oh, they were busy they were slammed I, I wanted some of that cake and I wanted to see you so bad. And that night was so weird. <laughs> so like that was the whole, this whole election was so bizarre. And also the whole part of like us, I mean, everyone's pointed this out, but how we all became like deep experts. <laughs> like it was just days, days of tracking yeah. and understanding. And, and my biggest takeaway of the 2020 election is, wow, the states are different. 
Uh, yeah. that, that is worth knowing. <laughs> this year of 2020 has made me realize if I had applied myself more in school, I think I would have been really good at math because I've picked it up this year like gang like like nobody's business <laughs> i understand exponents in a way that that i mean i'm like blowing my own mind with this stuff <laughs> i can figure out percentages i mean i'm not always right but i'm in the ballpark <laughs> You're like my personal Kornacki. <laughs> <laughs> I also am just like watching him and repeating it a little uh, less accurately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody was doing. But I um, tweeted too many horned up things at that man. I, I feel I've everybody I've, did. Everybody I need to him real bad. I mean, what I said to- I was going to flip him like Georgia. <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> I like truly, Marcy, feel like Tuesday through Saturday, it's like a bender. Like I will, I will all, like, uh, I don't remember what happened. I also bought so much stuff online. I <gasps> bought uh, packages have been arriving and it's like the feeling of drunk. I, but I wasn't, <laughs> but I like today, my neighbor was like, I don't usually do this, but you have so many outside that I'm worried they're going to get stolen. And I was like, what? And I went outside. It was like, I gasped because it was like nine boxes of like, I, like, just, as, uh, I did the same. I, <laughs> I, I told I you did. and Trish, I bought two bidets and I only have one, <laughs> but I don't understand. <laughs> I bought a pink Christmas tree that I paid to have come by the weekend because I desperately wanted to uh, put it up, which I did. I bought vintage ornaments, uh, vintage ornaments. Um, I went completely batshit. I went to the new Target that opened twice. I don't know what. uh, Anyways. Anyways, back to the family. (laughs) It's it's a blur. Uh, Um, But yes. So I was happy to see them openly. uh, Yes. I understand the power that a celebrity endorsement has. It does mean and do a lot more to have Kim Kardashian say that she like Taylor Swift and a lot of other celebrities did. Uh, But you know what? I, I, I also appreciate an after the fact support post and I'll take it. Yeah. So on to Larissa Pippen. Ooh, this was, uh, so this was uh, all over the place today. Larsa really made some headlines. I was impressed that Larsa has the ability to make this much in the way of news. Well, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to break it down for me. I'm going to start from the beginning, which is over the weekend. My favorite blind item, Instagram, Dumois. Can't stop plugging it. It's great. Saying, what do you think broke up? uh larsa and the kardashians and then people like let people like answer the question and then was posting like like pages and pages of people being like larsa fuck tristan larsa fuck tristan larsa (laughs) fuck tristan and so and that was on like sunday that that was happening and so i think she literally like because celebrities are on to this already they already know their friends are telling them yeah their friends are writing in to be like, that's not true, you know? Yeah. So, um, Larsa was like, let me get on. What was it even a show? What kind of show? It was a I don't podcast. Know. It was some podcast that, uh, what is it called? Um, she, Hollywood Raw? Ho- Ugh, that's a rough name. Yes, it was called Hollywood Raw. You were correct. Hollywood Don't. Raw podcast. Hollywood Raw! <laughs> it's just the word raw. Also, the picture of the guys are screaming too. Okay, um, 
So she stopped by the podcast to talk with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn about her business with the Kardashians. And um, I mean, what were you, the takeaways or what, Jess? That like, I mean, the big takeaway, it, the clips that I saw were a little frustrating in their lack of specificity. And, and so you could tell the host who kept being like, right, but like what happened? Um, but it felt like the, the headline was largely blaming, put, putting the blame on Kanye and that Kanye had turned on her, that Kanye, my takeaway was that Kanye is very protective, perhaps overprotective of who is close to Kim. Yes. And felt like perhaps Larsa was too close to her. But and then, then Larsa was- said that she blocked Kanye's number because she was sick of getting weird phone calls from him. And she yeah. thinks because he, because she blocked his number that he told Kim not to be friends with her does right. not track, but doesn't track at all. That doesn't track at all. I just sort of was like, she did a good job in Kardashian terms of their, of they are masters of like, you think you got a juicy a juicy uh, thing and then you read it and you're like it's not really anything there and they're very good at that and this felt very much like uh the kardashian school of talking about like clearly yes a rift exists uh mm-hmm. but the and that's why i was saying the the host really kept trying to be like yeah but like well, lars is though? dumb like right. lars is a dumb dumb so and- dumb just knows what she's not going to talk about. So she's like, well, it's Kanye and that's what it is. And Kim's my best friend, but we don't need to talk. And I was like, that's not what a best friend is. Weirdo. Yeah. And it was a lot of just like faux, like just pretend cheering on of your enemies. You know, she's like, um, you know, she talked about uh, Chloe and Tristan and she's like, if they love each other about getting back together, then God bless. It's, you know, you do everything in order to keep your kids. I applaud them for working it out. I'm really proud of them. And she's just like going on and on about like, I love them. That's the funny thing. Like, I love them so much. I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, it was very, it was a strange little interview. And then the nugget of that was like actually the bigger bombshell, which is she said she was dating Tristan and then Chloe met him and dated him 10 days later. I was like, how many women did Tristan cheat on whenever he met Chloe? Because we already know this timeline of Chloe has always been suspect. She refuses to admit it. It has been well, well documented that he was at least involved so in s- then what was larsa doing like that's complicated larsa it's messy and it's messy. maybe that's true possibly but that doesn't mean that she also didn't later fuck tristan <laughs> so <laughs> like- yeah this quote is i was this quote is so weird i was kind of seeing tristan before chloe before chloe or any of them knew he existed ouch I was seeing him. I had come to LA. I brought him to a party Kim had. I introduced him to all of them. Then a week later or 10 days later, that's so specific. He started seeing Chloe, which is fine. I don't even care. It's whatever. I never cared that Chloe was with him after me. I don't care so much that I remembered it was 10 days. That's how much I don't care. And then this one about Travis Scott was pretty juicy too. 
uh, <laughs> I ran into Travis Scott one night at a club and Travis called Kylie and said that I was hitting on him. That never happened. So then they were like, Kanye says she's this. And then she was hitting on Travis. By the way, that never happened. I left with the same people I came with. Okay, well, hitting on is does not mean you left with somebody, first of all, Larsa. Uh, but I know he also, raps about like- being... I mean, this is just so weird. It's all weird, I think. Yeah. But it's like, if that many people are accusing you of getting too close to the men around them, you might need to, like, address what you're doing with people's partners. Right. I think that th- we're hearing that there was a deep lack of trust for her, you know, yeah. of her. And so that clearly is the root of it. Like what, whether it's Tristan or whether it was Travis, the women did not like the way she was involved with or interacting with the men in their life. Interestingly enough, I found another fun item on Ooh. And this is saying <clears throat> it's refuting that it says, okay. So Larsa introduced the Kardashians to this person, John Richnitz, Richnitz, um, and he was like, let's see, he worked with Bill de Blasio. They call him a, a de Blasio crony. And he, crony. he had some like Ponzi scheme. Oh. So he, he got a lot of money from investors. This is all I'm reading it verbatim now. He got a lot of money from investors and then gave away free jewelry to the Kardashians and Bieber. He stopped paying the dividends and that's when people got suspicious. They compared Jonah to the Adam Sandler character in Uncut Gems. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... Whoo, what a stressful movie. Um, yeah, not a, not a flattering comparison for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Um, the true thing is that apparently he was a federal informant and people think maybe he didn't go down because there was a lot of laundered money to the the feds would bust the people who knows what the truth is. That doesn't make sense. But, but Larsa made the intro between him and the Kardashians, which was a bad intro on her part because he's a crook. Um, oh this got way weirder <laughs> and so a lot of big people a lot of big people loaned him money but they're too embarrassed to say and he was um and he people are still going through larsa to get their money back and they oh. trusted her uh i think with people and i think with people when you make a bad move like that you're out and i think essentially the guy was using the kardashians like like connections and saying mm. that you know his affiliation with the kardashians so essentially like they're like larsa let a snake in the house sort of thing so and there's videos and photos of kim like socializing with this um jonah i think it's rick rich it's spelled differently many places um this is wild so he was a fundraiser for bill de blasio um oh my god and yeah so it's a mess so it's like essentially fraud it's a so basically they're saying like yeah yeah boys 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 actually and this makes more sense for the kanye element to me is that kanye said like kanye is very big on trust he's always talking about that that's why he doesn't Mm -hmm. like Corey because he doesn't know enough about Corey. and so he's like this woman brought a person who is under federal investigation right doing ponzi schemes owing lots of money into us to try to have us do business with her like that's just like 
Like, I I feel like that would be the reason why maybe Kanye was even calling her and being upset. Like maybe it was some of their money. Yeah. I actually, I think that that really tracks. I also love this nugget of, um, finding out that scotty pippen doesn't like the kardashians it's not surprising <laughs> but that she said when scotty and i had our issues he didn't want me hanging out with them scotty was not happy about my relationship with them he didn't want me taking the kids she over to their house is lucky because he cut off her credit cards and she was living for free with courtney i think That's- actually that was what surprised me a lot about the conversation is i i guess maybe i had it wrong i always thought larsa and courtney were closest because she lived with her but yeah. maybe she just was close with all of them but i i think what we're hearing is her doing the clout moves like she's talking about like and also like you remember like w- during all of the scandals lars is the first one to go to the press yeah. and tell them and leak stuff and yeah. they're always like shut your fucking mouth and she cannot shut her mouth i think the the truth is too to your earlier point I don't think Larsa's like a snake. I think she's very stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like she's a she's a liability probably to them because she's a dummy more than yeah. they are and like doesn't understand the rules of the game enough in their yeah. world. She like they all made their money. She married it. Yeah. And has been like living of different world of celebrity, like living in Miami and being the wife of a basketball player, I do think is just like, that's a, a celebrity rich Miami life. I just think she probably doesn't really get the like microscope that they live yeah. under. She also, here's another one. This was another addition to it. And I'm just going to read it verbatim. So I don't really understand it. So Kendall was involved in the fire city lawsuit and had to make a payout. This was probably such a red flag for Kim, which is why Kanye told them to stop talking to her because of his political ambitions and not wanting Kim to get involved with FBI like how Kendall was. Oh, from the fire festival stuff. It says fire city lawsuit. I don't know what that is. Oh my God. And it's spelled like fire. Oh, regular fire, fire city. Not. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You really wanted well, it to be that. <laughs> I was so, I was like, oh, this connects to that fucking crook. Uh, well, it sounds like we have more detective work to do because that just got way weirder and juicier. All I do is take screenshots, guys. I don't really do. Uh, <laughs> what is the Fire City lawsuit? I cannot yeah. find out what it is. I'm finding a lot of lawsuits in cities with fires involved. <laughs> that, that makes sense what if that's it <laughs> kendall kendall's responsible for a lot of local fires wait this person uh, just wrote it wrong it is definitely kendall had to pay 90 grand to the fire festival you're right yeah that's what that yeah okay okay that makes sense uh, you're right they definitely wrote fire city <laughs> not fire fest well autocorrect will uh, will hope well <laughs> i i wonder if this is the beginning because this is where it gets tricky. She got a lot of attention today. Uh, her her clout did go up. She got a lot more eyes on her. Probably people who hadn't been tracking this as well, trying to understand it. And I wonder if we might be seeing more of Larsa and her uh, blitz. Because it's pretty weird to just come out. Uh, like you said, I think it is to get ahead of something. But I am curious if we'll see more. Because it's a bit 
kind of out of thin air at the I same time. I don't think you'll see it from the family because I think the way to hurt people like that the worst is to just ignore that they exist. No, I mean just Larsa. If she'll yeah. keep keep running her mouth. Yeah, I was just saying on the other side of yeah, it. Oh, yeah. I feel like they they will ignore it till till. I was going to say death through them part, but that's not how that phrase works. If she's not careful, they may get other people to cut her out too. I mean, that would be my thought is it's just, I would not mess with that family, but if she truly like gives no fucks also, you know, we're, we're front row center. We want to watch it all. Show it to me. Show (laughs) it to us. Um, Well, speaking of fucking idiots uh we can actually share this one we almost shared it last week but there was not really enough news stories about it also we were unsure about like should we be sharing conspiracy theories in case someone's like no i believe that yeah so we made you know look we may say we're not a newsroom and journalists but we make some executive uh editorial calls and so we we have the slightest amount of integrity (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for two people who cover billionaire maniacs every uh-huh. week. Um, but this, so this did get some attention. Finally, a New York post uh, article about how Courtney before the election got, was caught some flack for peddling eyebrow raising claims about the health risks to her 102 million Instagram followers. So she she basically on Halloween, she reposted an unattributed blurb that read in part, quote, those blue masks mandated at grocery stores and airplanes are made of PTFE, a carcinogen made of synthetic fluoride. Uh, which is a man-made chemical. It's found in nonstick cooking, like uh, coatings like Teflon. Um, And it had a picture of the blue surgical masks. The post went on, according to cancer.org, it increases the risk of liver, testicle, pancreas, kidney, and breast tumors, plus ulcerative colitis, thyroid disease, preeclampsia, and high cholesterol. High exposure can cause influenza-like symptoms and hemorrhaging in the lungs, leading to suffocation. Uh, she put a wide-eyed emoji and the exploding head emoji, and people were not having it. The American Cancer Society went after her, um, and a doctor went after her, saying there's no evidence to support a surgical oncologist. A lot of people, so it, it actually was not up for very long, which was why we, we were having trouble. It was like, about t- maybe ten or fifteen minutes that it was actually living online, right? So it, but. I mean, guys, it just doesn't make sense to think that a surgical mask causes cancer when that's all they're wearing in hospitals 24-7. Yeah, this is the breakdown that they say in in the post. They say um, the nose and mouth barriers, which have been proven to help mask the transmission of coronavirus particles, are not harmful when used properly. The chemicals in question may only be hurtful and cause, quote, influenza-like symptoms when an object containing the compounds, such as a Teflon-coated pan, is heated to at least 500 degrees Fahrenheit, breaking down the coating and releasing fumes. In other words, do not cook and eat your masks. It is like the Subway uh, sandwich rolls are made out of yoga mats, remember? Oh my God, I forgot. (laughs) I mean, what a fucking idiot. Oh, that makes me mad. It's so clear that she was just like, what? I have to let people know now. (laughs) I mean, 
what a clearer way to show the wind just whistling through your ears than to post that in the middle of a, a surge, by the a, way, of a <laughs> record numbers, horrifying, horrifying surge of cases across our country. And Courtney's oh. like, oh, my God, the masks give you cancer. Oh, my gosh. I don't even, I don't even want to think about what the first week of December is going to be like after I Thanksgiving. Know. I know. I'm stressed about it already. I'm so stressed about it already. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, my, I know someone who, who's like sister owned a bird, birds, <laughs> like little parakeets and stuff. I don't know why I just, that made me laugh. It was not the sentence I was expecting. <laughs> I know someone. I know a person. sister no, owned a bird. <laughs> granted, is it disgusting to own birds? Yes. It's nasty. I don't like birds. They're scary. Stay outside. Go in the air. Why would we put them inside in the cage? It's crazy. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. But at like least em. these cats just love laying around. They're happy. That's all they want to do is eat and lay. Um, Very fair. So, but the birds, she noticed that any time that she cooked with a nonstick pan, uh, not any time, but it only happened once or twice, I guess, the birds died. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't think that one is going to lead to death. The bird yeah. death. Yeah, it's like once they like got heated to a certain point, it literally killed the birds. It, I think it happened twice before she was like, oh, yes, it's this. <laughs> and that is scary. Oh, That's no. like literally the canary in the coal mine there. Yes, yes. We should not. Be, and I'm still cooking off of it to this day. Well, I need to get rid of my Teflon. That's the conversation we should be having, Courtney, you goddamn idiot. You could Save have been the birds. You could have been at the forefront of that story instead of telling people that their masks will kill them, which is <sighs> reckless and uh, truly despicable. So that's my feeling on that. Now, I do think that on Saturday when we saw each other, my mask had a little bit of dust inside of it. And so I started coughing immediately and had to like walk <laughs> into the parking lot. And I was so filled with shame. I was not, I had none. I had no shame to, to give. I was not bothered at all. But then later, I, more dust got in my eye and I was like, this mask is dusty. I need to figure this out. <laughs> that has happened to me now that we have like so many, they're, they're all just laying around, you know? And like, uh, yeah, it's happened to me a couple times where I've thrown one on and been like, what's in here? This was, <laughs> Will this kill me? <laughs> this was not clean. This smells like my nasty hot breath from yet like days ago. Oh Ugh. my gosh. Oh, like I said, guys, put a piece of gum in your mouth for you mask up. I live by gum now. I like truly have hit a wall. If I smell my own breath, I I go crazy. Like I cannot smell it anymore. I will never forget the day that I was like, ooh, something smells like poo poo. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, no, it's my mouth. <laughs> Oh, no, it's my mouth. I asked him. I got so scared. I was like, is this what my breath is like? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he Did was you... like, it's not bad. And I was like, it's bad. And he's like, no, it's not. And I was like, I'm smelling a bad smell. And he was like, okay, well, I don't really know what to tell you. He loves your stinky breath. I Sorry. I didn't know. I he just loves found how out. stinky your breath is. It smells good to him. I did not know. That's uh, how it works when people like that's the pheromones there and your stinky smells good to me. I didn't. Yeah, that's I'm, love. Let's no, love. That's it's how a you romantic know, story. That's you need to learn how to love yourself like Tim loves you. <laughs> you need to learn how to love your stink. I, th I think it's cooking in the mask more, but that's just my opinion. So but, uh, related anyway. to COVID, did you see this about Kim 
<laughs> organized a private Zoom with a yeah. dozen celebrities with Dr. Fauci at the beginning of the pandemic. This truly made me LOL. It is so funny that Dr. Fauci, I, I want to say had to, I'm sure he didn't mind. Oh, I'm but sure that- he was happy to tell like influencers who could get the word out while the president yes. was saying, no, you don't need to wear a mask. I'm it sure he is- was happy to have these people. I would die for the footage i would die for the footage are you this list is so funny that he was the, oh, it's yeah. a- ashton kutcher mila <laughs> kunis orlando bloom Katy perry two chains gwyneth paltrow brad falchuk and like 20 more celebrities that are not named it said it was 36 celebrities musicians and athletes i love uh, it took place at it. the end of <laughs> april <laughs> i love it it's a, it's a positive like it says in the story that like Kim saw the the whole situation that took place where the Surgeon General like requested made a point of saying like well uh, it was to Kylie right that yeah, was to Kylie the, the Surgeon then, General said on TV I wish Kylie Jenner would tell people about this and Kylie posted that day I heard the I heard the Surgeon General's call <laughs> it's and that was an amazing like moment of the the speed that the, that that can work you know it was like I think he said it on the Today Show I'm sure I was watching uh, and then yeah she put it up immediately so supposedly Kim saw that interaction and was like me too it's about me. Uh, and and in her chase to always catch up to Kylie, which she never will, uh, she held this yeah this Zoom with Dr. Fauci. Uh, I mean, clearly we're not watching it yet because like the the stuff they don't know while what we're watching is wild. <laughs> So, but this is how nice Fauci is. He, this is his quote. Imagine it in his like great gravelly voice. Uh, it was a whole bunch of movie stars and some sports figures, and they wanted to know uh, about what they could do to stay safe about wearing masks and avoiding crowds. Now, Jess, why would you stop doing the voice? I was impressed by the questions they asked, by the level of sophistication. <laughs> That was hurt. the it, end it pro- of it. Does there it hurt your throat? Yeah, it hurts my throat. That's why I can't do it. <laughs> it was so it's good. It was so, so good. It's so funny to me, the idea of him being so nice and being like, they weren't dumbasses. <laughs> they asked good questions. I mean, if he's having to have meetings with like the white house team yes, where they're like exact- can we drink can we drink bleach to fix it <laughs> like so right he has to listen to like pence and eric trump and be like yeah i'm sure be like why are you uh flip-flopping and he's probably so relieved to have a bunch of like liberal celebrities be like you're god and he's like i yes, mean i am the thing that like i i on my other podcast about ghosts i talk about it all the time because the idea that like science is ever evolving and like what we know about science from 10 years to today is very different and and, like to March to today, but people want to hold it against him that he didn't know in March, what he has now found out. Like, well, that was like a very specific line from Biden's speech today about COVID response was like, I forget exactly how he phrased it, but it was like, and we will continue to uh, evolve our understanding based yes. on the new science that is presented and never assume that we always knew at any given. It was like this very precise acknowledgement of exactly that, of like, no, we learned we didn't know. Sorry, this became the most liberal liberal podcast in the world, guys. We're just trying to save your lives, whether you like it or not. Whether you <laughs> like fact, it or not, we want the best. It's actually true. We really want most, you to. 
annoying things about liberals, especially ones in like this city, especially very rich ones is like, Oh, it's, we just want everyone to do well. (laughs) Like that's the annoying thing. It's like, (laughs) yeah, I know. Like we're going to take some money away from very rich people so that people who can't eat, get to eat food. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're crazy. We're crazy. We're psychos. Uh, Uh, I, I will say though, as it pertains, I was talking about it specifically like, could aliens be something like the size of ants? Uh, that's, <laughs> like, why do they have to be green, man? Like, maybe they're any, maybe it's a fly. We don't know. I like and the this. scientists will one day catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you, this is the moment I found out you have like a beautifully elaborate whole vision of uh, another species. Of course I species. do. <laughs> Wait, well, that's our next podcast. So off topic, but I think we went through all of our news, right? That was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Kendall and Caitlin are in an Airstream trailer going out on a camping <laughs> yeah. trip. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I just think it's cute. It is but cute. Kendall it's a cute visual. and Caitlin are still like pals. Yeah. They've always been the best of buddies, right? She loves She loves her dad. It's really sweet. Um, But <laughs> you know how like, okay, so we don't we try not to get too down in the dirt with like looking at what people say, blah, blah, blah. The idea being about us on this podcast, the idea being like the good stuff, don't let it make your head big and the bad stuff. Don't let it destroy you. Right. Right. (sighs) So we do get these like analytic updates (laughs) where it like tells us like how we're ranking and then it also will like give us the latest (laughs) reviews. And I don't, I don't normally look at them. But I I did just happen to see. (laughs) I didn't look. I didn't. It's like, this is like so crazy. Is if one day you opened an email that you think is about work (laughs) and it says that some, and you don't mean you're scanning it and you're like, Marcy rubs me the wrong way. You're like, what? I didn't ask for this. And I'm not saying people, I think people should be able to, I think it's a review and it should be honest in what you think. So I don't fault the person who said that about me. But I was like, I didn't go out looking for this news. How did it come to find me? I'm having a great day. But didn't that same person say like, but then she brings me back in. Yeah, I'm annoying, but very funny. Of course, we all know that about me by now. And that's not the point. The point is, I was just like, I really just mind my business. Just minding my business. I've been alone in my house for eight months. I've had three hugs in eight months. My cat tragically died. I'm out of work. I don't have a job. And then I got to go look at an email that I'm like, okay, how are we ranking? Not great. What? I rub people. (laughs) Again, I want people to have the freedom. I, I think it's it is a I just want chartable to not include those reviews. It's so funny. I had the same I I saw I never I it like includes the latest uh iTunes reviews and in the email. The full, not even no, it's like a, it's like a it's snapshot. Like a teaser. And I had and we do a really good job of like intermittently checking them but not sharing them I think unless they're unless it's an L is for losers situation. Um and yeah. it's truly delightful. But yeah, I, I was like, oh, they actually do put like latest reviews up. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? Like I said, I don't want anyone to feel like they can't say the truth about how they feel about us. It is a review. It's like Yelp. 
whatever i get it i was just like how dare it come to my inbox how dare (laughs) well it's very different when you like i will like pull it's like when you pull up your bank account you know and you're like okay let's check in how have my stress purchases been going and it is very weird when you don't get to control it and you're like oh come on (laughs) or you know i mean i am not a celebrity but a thing that people do online is they'll tag a celebrity while they're talking shit about them and it's like Uh, oh don't don't to nicole all the time people will be like i hate at nicole buyer on nailed it and it's like what why did you just think it just think that little nasty thought why why need why tag but reviews are fair that's all fair game you spelled my name wrong so maybe you weren't talking about me (laughs) (laughs) could have been someone Some else. other marcy with an ie um oh <laughs> i know i can't change who i am i just have to accept that i'm not for everybody and it's okay well <laughs> you look you don't rub me the wrong way oh you i rub- do i can tell and i reel you back in <laughs> i reel you back in because i'm so funny uh <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> oh, don't think I can't tell yeah, whenever right. I miff my friends up a bit. <laughs> right. You're right. Okay, uh, well, it uh, but keep reviewing, guys. We'll continue yeah. making fun of you. <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of that person. I'm no, just saying. No, I'm kidding. I, it's just very funny that we've been on a streak of like, also, I actually had, then I went in and looked, and we have a lot of very lovely reviews, really wonderful, uh, thoughtful feedback, and it, it is so we nice. We do have some of the nicest listeners. and Really? Some a lady, like somebody wrote us uh, not to truly to toot our own horns uh, who who signed up to vote and voted yes. for the first time in the election. Do we ever talk about that? Maybe we did. But it was really I, I don't think we talked about it on air because I think it was just on like Monday. It was so nice. It was a person who had not voted before and said that uh, based on our conversation about how these things are meant to make you feel overwhelmed and excluded and that it is too hard to figure out, but to not give up and that they voted. And that's that really so, meant a lot. That's so cool. It's so cool. We uh, are heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rub you the wrong way. I'm not going to dwell on that. It doesn't matter. I appreciate <laughs> that, that, that I won them back. I don't know why I'm, I could talk about this in therapy, but therapy's on Sunday, guys, when I got the email today. So, so. It's, we got days. We got days. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's take a break. Hi, my friend, Jessica. Hi, buddy. <laughs> you know, when I think of someone who's got a really strong eye game, it's you. You got <gasps> good brows and your lashes are long as hell. Excuse me. I'm so flattered. Well, I throw it right back at you with those gorgeous blue peepers. Well, they're green, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, now that everyone is wearing masks, it's really good to focus on the part that everyone is seeing in your eyes and nothing makes me feel more confident and beautiful with my blue-green eyes than wearing some big old lashes. It is really crazy to feel like the amount of effect that your eyes and eye makeup and lashes and all of it is. Like, this is the most attention that's ever been focused on this part of our bodies, and it feels so good to actually make it feel good. Yeah, and every time I wear lashes, like, I'll do it for, like, you know, weddings or events like that or, like, any kind of, like, on-camera stuff. I love it so much, but they're hard. I can't, they're hard, it's hard. to do. 
It's really hard. You get, it is like, I have so many memories of like glue covered fingers and getting out tweezers and rushing to leave with like an edge hanging off or you see in the photos later that like one side's drooped. It's, I have many, many, many years of like painful uh, lash application that and did not go well. reality TV the way we do, we see lots of flashes that are flying off people's faces. <laughs> so, <laughs> but <clears throat> Larev's Butte Lash System is a much easier solution. It has pressure-sensitive adhesive technology with their Mystique eyeliner that allows Larev lashes to pop right on your dang face. That's true. The Mystique eyeliner is like any other eyeliner, so it's waterproof, it's smudge-proof, there's no stickiness, thank goodness, or mess. Six colors to choose from so that you can have fun with your eyeliner. I mean, basically, if you feel confident putting on eyeliner, you can use these lashes. Because I know there is a huge, like, barrier to entry where people are like, oh, I do not mess with fake lashes. You can do these. You can do it. And they have their Butte box offer, and it's fresh lashes and eyeliner every month. I mean, you get two lashes, one Mystique eyeliner delivered to your doorstep every month, as well as a free cosmetic product each month. The best way to experience this lash system is by subscribing subscribing to the Butte box. It's customizable and subscribers get to choose their lash styles and liner color each month with flexible plans worth over $120 that are starting at just $73 a month. And it simply gets better today. Marcy and I are offering our listeners an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner when you subscribe to the Butte box. That's three sets of lashes and two liners in your first box. I know you are going to love this lash system as much as Marcy and I do. Go to larevbutte.com slash Cardishonit and use the code Cardishonit at checkout to get an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner. That's L-E-R-E-V-E-B-E-A-U-T-E dot com slash Cardishonit. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord, I'm slap happy from the world news. Yes. Um, so, well, you know, last week I had no no time for this family. None. Truly recapped the episode begrudgingly. This week, I still have a lot of thoughts, but I, I was able to watch the episode without like a burning, boiling hatred. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Let's see. How do you want to do this? Do we? I, we had a hard time because it's like they're switching up the format, but they've gone back to the storylines. I guess yeah. What are our storylines? We have Chloe in quarantine. Yes, we have Kendall and Kylie are not speaking, and, and then, then we have Kim's overwhelmed. Kim, Kim's having a hard time being a mom. Kim has to be a mom. Um, I mean, yeah. Take your pick. We'll Let's do talk our best. About Kendall and Kylie. So perfect. We're on the Zoom call. Scott was on it for a minute, and then he had to go to a pool, so he had to jump off. But <laughs> Kendall joins, and we find out that she hasn't, she and Kylie have not spoken in a month. Yeah, I was surprised. And so, for anyone who doesn't remember, they had a big blowout in um, Palm Springs. It was a huge fight, really, really epic on the scale of fights that they've, that have happened during filming. Physical. Physical, apparently. What was it? She like pushed her shoe into Kendall's neck. It got yes. really. Someone slapped someone, then a 
then a high heel was used like a knife on a neck. And uh, it was really bad. And so they've been talking about it now for a few episodes and we learned, yeah, they still have not talked. And Kendall is very much like, I haven't heard from her. Uh, So we definitely know where she's feeling, you know, where she's sitting with it. Well, and Chloe and Kim have both reached out to Kylie to be like, maybe you should talk to Kendall. And Kylie has like yelled at both of them, which is very funny. Can you imagine yelling at Kim Kardashian West? God, I love to imagine it. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we definitely learned that like, also through this whole storyline, Chloe is like, obsessed like chloe is like in this storyline as like a she like goes on and on and on and on in this zoom about like i mean it's a woman who's just been staring at a million like forgive and forget instagram uh you know (laughs) slides i don't know where does she get her catalog of memes from of like sad lady (laughs) memes where does she get those i truly felt like i was i I wish i knew because i there's she has an endless supply and we know it's how she got through her Tristan breakup. But so it's just very much like I feel like we're watching her through a lot of these conversations, like barf all of her like Tristan forgiveness yes. at, at like a situation that is nothing related. And it's like, look, guys, this is the thing. Who's even winning when you family is family and you look back and it's like all just these like broad platitudes like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you. Not only does she have a lot of words of wisdom, she stirs the pot by telling Kendall that Kylie said Kendall slapped her. And Kendall's like, she has issues. (laughs) But did you see the way Chris got excited? Like, did you slap her first? And I was like, of course you would love that, Chris. You would love if you didn't have to hold the moneymaker accountable. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And knowing also that, like, Kendall is so much more rattled by the whole thing. You know, I'm sure she was just like, oh, what? Truly like a devil's smile on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so, yeah, we learn we learn that there that the the fight is still going. And then we get um, I guess the next stop is Chris has gone to the desert right oh yes where chris is in palm springs and chloe calls her i i do think it is funny that that courtney no chloe's a example earlier was like uh kim and courtney were like lions fighting and then they went to armenia it was fine and i was like it wasn't <laughs> fine but no they had a horrible trip they fought the whole time tense yes it was but, bad <laughs> so we're in palm springs and chloe calls our our chris yes and it's like this was just very funny to me i just felt like i was i'm sure that you know chloe was asked to do this but yeah i was just like god chloe were you so obsessed with this fight i guess that's what happens when she has to stay in bed yeah i guess that's fair she is quarantining supposedly during this time trust me it was just like so much input on you and trish get so many texts from me when i'm like now that i'm like not working and i'm like bored i'm like i love you it see this you see this i'm like I, they have families and work so i'm never too busy i'm so happy when i get a good catch-up after like oh anyways never never stop um but then we so chris is like okay 
all call Kylie. But the way this conversation started was them talking about Instagram. Can you oh, imagine right, the Instagram convo? Yes. Can you imagine your mom being like, Jess, did you and Emily take something to Instagram? <laughs> did you Are your go followers gonna know? <laughs> did you was it public? Because basically we had already discussed this, but I, we people did figure out once this episode aired that that it was a very funny little exchange where Kylie posted a picture, right? It was Kylie posted a picture of her and Kendall. No, opposite. Yes, you got it. And then Kylie was like, or no, no Kendall was like, you, wait, why are, I thought we were fighting. And exactly. Kylie was like, we are, but my tits are sitting prettier. Yes. Or something. Sit, sitting good or whatever. And that they really <sighs> had not at this point made up supposedly. Ex- exhausting, exhausting. Yeah, that hurt my brain to try to get right. <laughs> you did it though. You got it. it. Took me a minute. You didn't believe in yourself, but you believed I, in me. I, I said, "My it. friend, don't you dare! Don't you dare not believe it, my friend." I could see it in those green eyes. Look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Chris is gonna like. I'll get them to talk, and she calls Kylie. Kylie's doing her makeup because it's therapeutic. You said the same thing. I will say I it is a piece I don't think it's healthy I don't have a billion dollar business based off of it but I do my makeup every day pretty much certainly every work day at least some makeup and it is just like a soothing part I think because I miss so many rich I miss like so many parts of the morning and like not commuting not going to an office not interacting not getting coffee all the things like there is just something weird about like i turn on music i put on my makeup like building a weird little routine to the morning and and it just is yeah also i just have like seeing my face better on zoom when i have makeup on Mm, i get it i get i have a lot of weird skin issues i think from not getting enough sun my nails are very brittle too i need to get in the sun more (laughs) You and me both. <laughs> Brittle nails. Uh, so <sighs> Kylie's being a good person. She's talking to doctors about how they need masks and she is donating masks and a million dollars. Casually. Casual. <laughs> is it on camera? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Chris slips. Oh, have you talked to Kendall? And she goes, why? What happened? <laughs> 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 and then this conversation just kind of ends really awkwardly, right? Well, yeah, but it, like the way Chris, the tactics she uses are like, well, she doesn't have kids, so she's alone <laughs> a lot. It's so rude. And I was like, ugh, I get it. Like, you're trying to make her feel bad because everyone else has children, even Rob. <laughs> yeah, Rob is, Kendall's more of a loser than Rob now. <laughs> At least familial wise. <laughs> <laughs> But then we get uh, this very weird little scene where uh, this really came out of left field where Kendall <laughs> is on like a fake Instagram She's live. reading a book? Kendall was apparently asked by the LAUSD, that's our school district, to recommend a book to read to young people. So she picks this book. I think I got it. It was called Love is Real by Brian Weiss. I is, didn't look it up. I don't know it what it's o- about. Only Love is Real, possibly? Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Only Love is Real by Brian Weiss, MD. A story of soulmates reunited. 
Okay. It's 5.49 at Walmart, guys. <laughs> no, I looked but it up. Basically, we kind of are supposed to see that the wheels are turning, that Kendall's thinking of Kylie. Kylie had recommended the book to her before their fight. Uh, and that it talks about how pride is an extension of fear. And then Kendall says, you know, we're both alphas. We're both, quote, tough girls. Mm. Um, and, you know, whatever. She's thinking, I guess, that it's, you know, that they're alike in the way that they're approaching this, I guess. I do have a feeling Kylie's a tougher girl than Kendall. I think so, too. Well, especially because Kendall, we know, has, like, uh, has more, like, issues with anxiety and I think is a lot. They, they, they are very different. I think yeah. that that's, like, huge to acknowledge, like, for these two that were, like, peas in a potted together through so much of their youth and early careers and like teens and early 20s like they are weirdly like stitched together for life but like they have clearly come out as like very different people yeah. in the world you know yeah it because it, it definitely feels like like kylie's is like mega celebrity and kendall's like one of the cool hollywood models yeah right like yeah i'd rather be a kendall than a kylie <laughs> yeah well we know we like her house better I'm um, honestly, it's just because I want to live in Charlie Sheen's old house. <laughs> you don't want those ghosts. Denise Richards, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a pretty house. Then there's like a quick scene where Kendall calls Kim to be like, I called Kylie and she didn't answer. She wants like, to talk about the power of love. I cannot stop thinking of Celine Dion every time yeah. she. The power of love. <laughs> Celine. <laughs> very good Celine thank you uh yeah she's so Kendall called Kylie and she didn't answer and she goes oh she's calling gotta go by <laughs> very funny how quickly like, we really get a keyhole glimpse into this family when Kylie comes a calling um uh, but then it made me laugh this was a very funny top of a call where Kendall's like well I called you you didn't call me back and then Kylie's like so I called you. <laughs> so I'm calling you. She's like, I called you back. She said specifically, I'm calling you back. So I called you. Right. It's very <laughs> funny, but it's meant to be funny. She's not being a bitch. I think it's meant to be funny. And also, did of... you notice this? This scene is in vastly different places that it started. No. <laughs> like, I was like, she was not in her car talking to Kim, was she? No. Oh, you're right. I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah that is funny. Yeah. No, she was not in her car. Uh, Kylie, Kendall, you mean? Yes. Because yeah. Kylie's at like the Kylie office, right? Yeah. So or yeah. We're so supposed to think. Kylie was just, you know, she was just confused about her part in it all, and that's it the was thing. a miscommunication, and it was crazy, and it just like shouldn't have gotten to that point so yeah like none of us were being rational so and they're made up they're over it whatever yeah they didn't want to they were tired of this storyline and the, this was the most anticlimactic end to it, it is very sweet how kindles like that's my partner that's my partner in crime that's my best friend like i don't like not talking to her i mean i believe it and i was happy that they made up yeah that's that's I, that feels like and, and I think compared certainly to the Courtney stuff of the last couple years, like this doesn't feel like 
obviously with this family, there is deep seated resentments and like stuff at all times. But this didn't feel like it was yeah. like a symptom of a deep, deep rift. Like it's we know- not that deep. <laughs> it's not that deep. I think it was like uh, Kylie was hammered and didn't want to take her fucking boring ass sister home and made her feel like shit. She's a little Kim, but but not Lil Kim. She's a a little little Kim. Kim. A little Kim. (laughs) Lil Kim's great. Kylie (laughs) sucks. (laughs) I guess she did wear a dress like Lil Kim, though. Yeah, that is true. Whoa, is she Lil Kim? Is she Lil Kim? Everybody, I was about to say Lil Kim rolls over her grave. (laughs) She's not dead. Don't do that to her. I know. We just lost Trebek. We can't. It's not funny. I'm happy she's alive. I didn't mean it. (laughs) Okay, so let's go to Chloe. Chloe? (laughs) Chloe? is in her room this is the most boring storyline in the world we must fly through it but simply was how did she get that red lip and those nails she's day 14 of isolating those nails were so long they were so long they were so fresh she had perfect glam in every scene nothing was making me laugh harder than her like here i go to brush my teeth in my jammies full glam yes full glam they do not wake up with glam you guys someone went Uh, in there and did her makeup i mean maybe she maybe Maybe she she did do her makeup maybe probably do her own unless those nails are press-ons there's no way no they could believe she's 14 days into they could be press-ons though right yeah I know some like fancy like nail places were like moving towards press on. Yes, that did early. become a, a cool thing in quarantine that you could get like cool nail art like press ons. Yeah, the, which had not been a thing as much. But but my nails are falling apart. They're like loose skin now. <laughs> I haven't had nails in so long. I don't even remember, and I don't think I ever will again. But like the 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 like structure of my nails is like a goldfish fin. It's like wiggly <laughs> and soft. Goldfish fin. Um, okay. All right. Day fifteen. Chloe. <laughs> Chloe is on day fifteen. She is. She has, she has short, curly blonde hair, which we'll never talk about, I guess, on the show. But she I, just has a whole new hairdo, and I, I love it. I like this. I like this hair. I want her to have it. She does look great. It looks great on her. It looks so. It is such a better look for her. This whole look, her quarantine look, gets a ten out of ten. Ten me. out of ten. She's getting a test tomorrow, but she's struggling to breathe. Though she's feeling better. I think I did think she sounded like shit for a while. She did sound like shit, and she. So she's still quarantining while she waits on results. She doesn't know what to do herself. She cleans her makeup brushes, but because of her very hilarious close CD, everything's already clean. There's nothing to clean. So. Did- <laughs> Wait, did you see this part where Chris was pretending that a light mask might be good for coronavirus? No, I saw her with the light mask. I don't remember her saying that. This it was, was good. just the interstitial parts in between the scenes, so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it was like no. a few things in between the scenes. They're funny. Like Kim was in her home theater, and then I was like, someone is operating a camera that is not an iPhone. <laughs> I know. I don't know what is happening here. Okay. <sighs> it's so all fake. Okay, so then we go to she took a COVID test. A COVID test. Clo- what is happening? Chlori took a COVID test, <laughs> and she made Clorentina. 
she took the top of a like a massage head, like the massager, like what you would not get, a massager, like a massage Jess, head, not a like, massager <laughs> head. It wasn't a dildo. It was more entertaining. The pillow of a massage table, which Rob saw immediately. He's like, I know that. I I still get touched by people. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I go Monday through Friday. (laughs) It's his job. Yeah. Uh, No, you're right. Uh, The head of a massage table. um, And she puts some glasses on it. An eye mask and sunglasses on it. And she calls her Quarantina. And Rob goes, oh. So you went crazy. Bye. <laughs> she FaceTimes Rob. Uh, it was making me laugh so hard. This idea of like, she's going cuckoo. And like legit, her bedroom is my full apartment. <laughs> I was like, this idea. I mean, I get it. It sucks. It's still quarantining. She can't see anybody. But I was just like, that is so much space. <laughs> I would just live in a bathtub. That's I would oh, just be bathtubbing that- it up. And her bedding, oh, it just looks nice. It's so uh, nice. She she calls Tristan or someone calls Tristan or he, he calls Hoppa Hoppa Hoppa. Now he <laughs> got the Wil- Wilson reference immediately. He's like, oh, it's like Wilson. Um, and then he was like, look, if you're really bored, I'll come stand outside your window. And, and he is describing Romeo and Juliet. But then he says, we'll take it back to the early 90s. Marcy, <laughs> I was like, Ugh, how old are you? He's 27. I was like, what? Also, I think maybe he was thinking of John Cusack holding the boombox. Yes. But that's the 80s. Anyways, he's stupid. He's <laughs> stupid. This Taking, yeah, we'll take it back to the early 90s. Oh, okay. It's like, Tristan, okay. All right. Just keep working t- towards you're getting it back and i don't need to hear you talk ever oh uh, then he does a little a little whoopsie and he goes uh can we have a threesome <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh interesting um <laughs> and then and then what okay oh, she's Lord. waiting for test results nothing happens nothing happens chloe gets her negative test back there we go it's 7 30 in the morning she runs out of the room to wake true this is funny i feel like 8 a.m for a baby seems wonderful but late right i don't I know so too i mean i don't have one but i was like mm, that's like pretty late I mean, I guess that's great, but but I feel like all my friends who have children are like, they're up at six. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, eight o'clock. Ooh, luxurious. Yeah, I could have a baby if that's what we're doing. Hell and yeah. we have a lot of nannies, too. Well, yeah. Uh, but no, this was very funny. She, like, runs in the room because it's been the storyline has been like, oh, she's separated from True. She can hear her outside the door. Oh, she sees her out the window. This baby don't give a fuck. She sees her mom after two weeks plus and couldn't care less. She's like, (laughs) move by doll baby. (laughs) (laughs) And it is truly very funny. And Chloe has a sense of humor about it. But is she she was just like, also, I mean, I'm sure Chloe sees her baby. But it is also like, yes, that's probably a baby that spends a lot of time with her nanny. And so she's like. Yes, I've been taken care of. I've seen other other women. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of normal for me. <laughs> now, did you notice that gigantic chandelier in the baby's room? Yes. Yes. Jessica, 
I didn't like it I, because we live in an earthquake prone area of California. Uh, and I'm sure it was put up with the most technical safety, whatever. But I was like, those are so many glass things that could just shake down onto the baby. The baby. The baby. I just don't ever need to see a chandelier in a baby's room. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Chloe, <laughs> uh, Chloe puts on her long hair as soon as possible. Oh my God. This made me laugh so hard. How quickly <laughs> she like runs by with like a big, long, huge wig. It's like, okay. Um, so yeah, she's hanging out with true and Tristan and she's got glasses on, I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 they were quarantinas. She took them off quarantine oh, yes, and put them on her. That's right. And Tristan says, you look like the smart girl I would cheat off on a, t- I would cheat off of on a test. And she goes, thank God you said on a test. Ooh. And he, he did not acknowledge it. Coco. That's a good dunk. I'll take it. Oh, good dunk. Uh, this is the slowest return to a relationship ever. Right? Like we've been yeah. enduring this storyline for <clears throat> a year. It feels like maybe next week we'll finally get them like maybe finally acknowledging. But yeah, this has been brutally slow. Yeah. I mean, let's just get there. Woof. Uh, we know we're there. So let's just start. Can we just watch them be a couple on TV? No one is mad. What if you don't even tell us and we just see them kissing. It's fine. Fine. Literally, they have beat us into submission in terms of like agreeing to like... I'm not mad. I want them to be happy. Whatever. I want you to have her parent. I don't care. Sure. I just want to not hear like their dynamic and their situation like told to me every time. So we're quarantining, quarantining together, but Tristan doesn't live here. <laughs> like they've said Could like you imagine having times. that dumb, dumb cheat on you and then being like, he's so dumb. I'm going to love oh. him again. And he like earns his way back slowly. <sighs> I Taking it back she... to the nineties. All right, let's go to Kim. Last but not least, There's Kim zooming. remembered she's a mom. <laughs> she's zooming. She's zooming. She's like, I'm not wearing any makeup. And everyone's like, You look so beautiful. She's like, No, I don't. Oh my god. <laughs> Me? Me? Kim Kardashian looks gorgeous. Stop it. <laughs> what else? What else? Um, this scene in her guest bathroom with the ring light is great. Um, and I love that she addresses that it's her guest bathroom immediately because oh. she knows we would all be like, That is not your bathroom. We have That's- seen the flat sinks. <laughs> this is not your bathroom, bitch. I think this was she released some version of this early in quarantine. Because yes. right, okay. But it was fun to see like the full thing. The tone of it is different in the episode than it was when she released it. Absolutely. So North comes in. And she's like, look at my nail, mom. And then she goes, go in there and show Yaya. And I was like, who's Yaya? Yaya? I had the same thought. Also, I put the closed captions on because uh, a few of our listeners were like, you should do that. And they do not include that line in the closed (gasps) captioning. Bombshell. Yaya. Shocking. Yaya, Yaya, show yourself. Come on the pod. You nanny, Yaya. (laughs) Yaya, we are here. Tell us. Hashtag show the nanny, show the Yaya. Um, Now, Trish was texting us while she was watching this, and she really did not like this Kim storyline about how hard it was to be a single mom. (sighs) 
I cannot imagine if you have been a non-Kim Kardashian mother through the pandemic, yes. what this storyline feels like. And There's- it's funny because I think she did it to acknowledge and to try to be like a relatable person. And it, it is just tone deaf, I, got, I think. Well, I don't, I have different feeling about it because I think she is not exactly experiencing what she's portraying, but it is a very important thing to acknowledge during this pandemic, how hard it has been for working mothers and how many women have had to sacrifice their careers totally. And so while it's not her experience, she at least is having like, it is like, you know, her version of being like let's talk about how hard it is for mothers i agree i agree i think it's just like it hits a raw nerve and i think it's tough to toe the line and they always want to do this where it's like it would mean a lot to be able to just say it or don't say it to be able to be like we have no help we sent all of our help home because of the coronavirus so i'm really by myself or to be like I have minimal help, but they're only like the non-acknowledgement of, of the level of support is I think yes. where it like burns your blood. Cause you're yes. like, well, there's well, yes. something, but you're right too. I think all th- there's no real way for her to ever win at this. Is yes. the truth. Yeah. Essentially it's like, yeah, yeah. You're not experiencing that, but boy have women lost their jobs like <laughs> so much during this pandemic. Um, I yeah I just um, think it's like I, no. it's gonna it's not Kim is always gonna struggle at playing the motherhood card all, authentically which is unfair because she is a mother and she's a working mother but it's just gonna be complicated yes you know yeah, I agree I don't like I said I don't think this is her telling her story I think it's her telling mother's stories absolutely but it makes me think about that fucking article where that woman who owned her own a company in Silicon Valley quit her job because her unemployed husband could not handle their two kids <laughs> she had a company with 10 employees and her husband who was again unemployed Ugh. had a hard time dealing with their two kids while she worked long hours so she closed her fucking company down the numbers the real numbers of like women leaving the workforce especially uh women of color uh like it is devastating and it will be like the story told for years and you know you and i know a lot of moms and yeah it's just been truly grueling and the childcare piece of it is unimaginable and no no support and so it's like it's just really rough but yes it is but it was a fascinating peek into a lot more of kim's experience in this realm than we ever get now i don't understand why her chef can't come into her private kitchen seems like that's pretty easy (laughs) hopefully now they're doing i hope for her that she has her chef coming in that's that's gonna keep me up tonight <laughs> now that Me I don't too. have to worry about the election, I'm gonna really stress out. About- <laughs> You're gonna worry about the the chef's quarters at Kim and Kanye's. Yeah, I'm gonna totally like put it all there. Uh, <sighs> so North is great in this episode. She comes up and she shades her mom so hard. She Ugh. says, "I'm the best at real makeup. You're the best at fake makeup." <laughs> And you can tell Kim is about to fucking explode. It really gets to her. She like really hates it. She says, North, can I just please do my little tutorial? It's all I want to (laughs) do. And I was like, she speaks to them like an annoyed older sister and not a mother at all. Yes. 
Oh, it was amazing. It was she. Yeah, I think it, when this you're right, like when this was released at the beginning of quarantine, it was very cute and haha. And like you really are watching like a frazzle, a more frazzled Kim than we ever see. And yes. like really getting like pissed at North. I mean, North hit her where it hurts. Oh, you're I'm the best at real makeup. You're the best I, at I don't even know. Fake makeup. <laughs> Uh, Nori's <sighs> Black Book said that fake makeup she makes. Like, you know, that. there you go. Uh, so we have Kim and Chris in person. Yeah. Uh, because they have quarantined for 14 days and they don't have any symptoms. I was like, mm, but don't you live with Kanye? Doesn't he have COVID? Mm. <laughs> That's a I, very strong case. I guess he's in another part of the house. So yeah, I guess it's, I guess it is like, the difference of if I had COVID in, in Maya house and you had COVID or you didn't, like the distance basically between our apartments is probably the size of their house. Probably. I'm like thinking about it because we're like one, two, th- we're three blocks away. At least like if I was out at like a guest house or like at the edge of the, let's say the entrance gate to probably their house to your front door is yes. maybe the same so it might just be the same as being it's in a whole nother part yeah. of town <laughs> whole nother block um so she decides to talk to chris because she needs advice on how to deal with kids but it's like hey how are you there yeah. at your mom's house did you yeah, leave where, all of the kids alone or did you leave where, with three nannies there's a lot of holes in this story is the issue but there's, yes I looked she, up their nanny situation. You cannot get any names, um, but they do spend. And this is a big range, guys. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it's a big. It's between fifty and a hundred thousand a month. Now that's mm. double. Those numbers are <laughs> one is fifty, the other one is twice fifty. <laughs> but let's just say they spend even thirty thousand dollars a month on the nannies. That's a lot because they have nannies working in shifts yeah i mean i can't imagine how much money four kids four full-time separate nannies i can understand the obsession with needing more money when you're spending that kind of money just to not have to not like your children because that's essentially (laughs) what she's doing she likes them in little doses but when she's like north is a fucking bitch and i will take her down (laughs) i will take her down like courtney (laughs) it does feel like she's like meeting her children (laughs) she's like oh boy yeah (laughs) but so she and it is funny she's like relaying these stories to chris and it's like yikes she's like yeah i said to them (laughs) if they keep pulling me in all these different directions i'm gonna cut myself into four pieces and then Chris starts like, crying because he's like, no, don't do that. And then you'll bleed to death and die, which is very smart. He's a very smart child. And then she says, I am going to actually die. <laughs> and then North said, you hate me, don't you? And it's like, all of this is true. All of this is all of this is, is true. This is what I mean. She is really letting us in in this episode, and I am very grateful for it. And, uh, yeah. and I love that like Chris's response is basically well you can come over here <laughs> you can hide upstairs it's like the least helpful ah. chris is just floating through this episode also uh, let's just go back real quick to chris being like i like to go to my palm springs house to just have a sense of normalcy <laughs> 
it's so funny being like the, the idea of like we've talked about it a million times with this pandemic lockdown how much people have just been like stuck with the fucking four walls they have and the way this family's like i the quote from chris was for me to stay mentally healthy i needed to head to the desert she is like so many other americans who are like i just need this thing it's like i actually don't think you know what the word need means you don't need it you wanted it you wanted to leave one mansion in hidden hills to go to another mansion in palm springs and that's fine you did and you can i just can never get over thinking like as soon as this virus happened i i started thinking of it in terms of like it's a war it's a war on the it's an attack on you know the american people the world everyone around the world how would any of these people handle would they just be like i don't want to be inconvenienced during war yeah i really think that's what we've watched is that they like find not just them everybody out there who's like doing whatever the fuck they want all the time I think that it is like you find the legal loopholes, you pay the right money. Like that's what we've seen, you know, is it's just like you do not live in the same reality. Yeah. It's- you go to the local uh, <laughs> governor's mansion with your assault rifles. <laughs> say, just- I don't want to have a war. I, you can't make me shut down my bar. I want I don't want it. it's a lot it's a lot and uh it's very it's again the weirdness of the delay of these episodes is it's like watching them have to like i have to get out of my i have to get to the palm springs house it's about to be very weird whenever we're gonna go into like such a more severe lockdown and they're gonna start opening up (laughs) oh my god they will we're about to get like so polarized from them because they're used to living their lives again now yeah also i was laughing really hard too because this whole episode they were doing a lot they've been doing it um but a lot of the like self-filming like obviously chloe during quarantine but a couple different times kim did too and i was like oh my god they're gonna be so upset when they have to go back to regular cameras because they film with their filters and they take the filters off and oh. they use those filters that they love oh. and they wipe it. So it looks like it's vertical. It's definitely vertical footage. Oh. But I was like, oh, this is their dream that they are constantly filming with their little psycho filters on. They got to go 90 on that. What do you mean? Turn it. Oh, <laughs> you guys couldn't see it. She gestured. Turn the phone. That's go 90, baby. Go 90, baby. Failed startup. I thought you were bringing up the failed Verizon or I mean, whatever it was. Um, so we have Kim. She's trying to do some work. She's on a Zoom class talking about COVID incarcerations. And then she goes, whoa, 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 whoa. My child's going to drown and runs outside because who let Chicago out? I mean, that's this was so mysterious because this felt really real. Yaya? Sh- what the fuck? Yaya, I think we all know who to blame, and I think her name is Yaya. Yaya's yeah. like, I've been here for three weeks, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> These kids keep me up all hours of the night. I'm the only nanny who would stay. Like, Yaya, <laughs> you got to tell us when you want to take a nap. Chicago went running by the pool. <laughs> Yaya probably had heat exhaustion. I mean, uh, meanwhile, is, we're, we're, the understanding is also that Kanye is in the house quarantine due to covid this whole mm. time and so that's like a strange added layer i mean but- maybe at this point he's like not and that's what was going on in this 
particular moment. It's very oh, confusing. Yeah. It's it very seems confusing. like Chicago got out of her her own COVID jail. Yes, and, and goes running. Kim has to leave the Zoom. A guy is like sharing his story about having gotten out of prison and Kim's like running. Also, I think it's so great that man was able to be released from prison. But why is he still dressed like a prisoner? Like, why is he wearing prisoner orange? Is it just like he can't shake it now? He's like, (laughs) when you find your colors, you stick with your colors. It does seem like the one color you would never want to wear ever again. (laughs) Uh, Mamalu, which I liked his name. Yeah, I do Mamalu is a cool name. But um, Kim saves Chicago. Then we have Kim call just Khadija. really quick though a little interstitial again. There is there's a lot of good moments in the interstitials, like the little like montages yeah. between scenes. And Kim is in her theater or Kim is in her room trying to do something, and you hear North say, "Just pretend I'm not here." <laughs> it's such a strange. <laughs> they have like it's truly like a sister dynamic. Just pretend I'm not here. Woof 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 woof. Just like. <laughs> But like that's that kind of phrasing that people say. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just a child aware of my mom not wanting to deal with me. <laughs> my mom hates me. I'll never have to deal with this again. We don't go to therapy in this family. It's normal. <clears throat> normal. All um, right. Then we have yes. The, she calls Khadija. Wait, wait don't don't, for, don't let me forget the the. She told Saint he needs to be a master at things. Remember how we talked about yeah. we're going to be a master at things. So I want you to be a master of many things in life, like finishing your lunch. <laughs> so weird. Like this it's wording so is self-helpy so kind of talk. I know. I've just like a Say lot of you're for it's time to be a master of your own life. <laughs> master of many things in life. I yeah. I just I mean it's just very we don't really see Kim in this space at all. So it's yeah. like all of it's very baffling and it is like, okay, I guess that's how you talk to Saint. <laughs> Sorry, to you're know. right. Khadija. She's talking I, to Khadija. I didn't even remember I didn't even take notes on what she and Khadija talk about. It's just meant to be like, oh, you're a mom, right? This yes. is hard, right? Yes. And this is where I wrote my little I get it they're they're annoying but this is real issues that other americans are dealing with so i'll allow it that's literally what i wrote i'll allow it i'll now, allow it here's another thing that happened so we find out that north is missing penelope so penelope is like hey why don't you take one of my dogs which is a big mistake penelope because we know what happens to dogs at the at the kardashian west house so it's honey's bad. over there and she's like if that dog pees on my carpet i'm gonna shave it north is like why would you say that she's like i'm kidding but truly i hear honey where is sushi soba and soy I mean, I ask you again, (laughs) where is sushi, soba or soy? This is our next T-shirt. I think we start like a just aggressive. We we see if we can get PETA looped in. We really start the hunt for these animals and we know it's not going to end well. I mean, sushi has been seen in the last year and soba and soy are new animals but where are they? Where are sushi, soba, and soy? Look, this is, if you become a Kardashian pet, it's just, it's a one-way ticket. It's you, you only enter can, and you do not, you, goodbye. You, you only want to be pets of Chloe or Kendall's. Yeah. I think Kylie's pretty good with her little rat dogs, too. Yeah, Kylie's had her Norman for a while. Yeah. Those little dogs, I, I Maybe don't like Maybe Scott them. is good with his little wiener dog. 
But we know between Courtney and Kim, it is it is. Um, well, Sushi has made it, though. Sushi. I mean, not Sushi. Honey. Honey is around. OK, we got Honey and then Honey's little sister or half sister. <laughs> <laughs> I probably lost track. I don't remember them all. I just remember them being all small and. I don't know what they look like. I'm even. so concerned. If anyone out there has seen sushi, soba, or soy in the last like six months, please let me know. I'm worried about them and please, I'm going to call 911. <laughs> please check in. We will keep it anonymous. No one has to know what you know. What yes. We know. <laughs> um, so Kim finally gets to ship the kids off with Kanye to Wyoming. He's better. He's going to take the kids and Yaya, who's really she's worked herself down to a stub now she's <laughs> bleeding on all of her extremities uh so kim has herself a risky business this is such a great um product tie-in too yeah to just see her running around her own house it was really delightful this was very fun and funny she's wearing her little juicy knockoff sets that she just released her little velour tracksuits She's riding one of those funny little uh, motorized suitcases that the family loves. And that shot made me laugh hard. Yeah. Of Kim just like zipping by in that giant museum house. I called it a mausoleum. (laughs) Mausoleum is the word. And we learn, according to Kim, that she has never been alone in the house since North was born. That she has never had the house alone in six years. That makes sense. Yeah, I think it's very common for a lot of moms. And it was like, what a house to have to yourself, too. My God. And then she does a foot peel that Scott got her off the Internet. (laughs) This was such a funny surprise. Like Kim's home alone. She's eating sliders. She's doing uh baby foot <laughs> baby foot is i think the brand i have now, one that i've never done but it's like the famous foot peel one i don't want all my skin to fall off it doesn't look nice now what i got was a sander i got a full-blown actual like like foot grinder like and that you, foot grinder <laughs> you just let it grind off a <laughs> centimeter or so of skin off your old nasty foot you gotta you can't be doing it on your carpet you gotta really find a a spot that's appropriate for all of your dna to fly well i know the one she's doing i have it and i've never done it but it's called it's called baby foot is the brand and it is like an amazon bestseller and you uh i I think our friend dicky recommended it to me and it's like but you basically have to plan to not let anybody like your feet are like shedding huge swaths of skin for days and then supposedly you really do have this world's softest feet afterwards but it's like you got to have a couple days where you're just like shedding skin like that so i've been saving it oh you know what i do I just charge up my sander overnight. <laughs> got to. I'm not joking. I literally got a foot sander. <laughs> it's it great. It's so I will totally good. use it. I that's I need it. I have no judgment. I can I, you get whenever... COVID from my foot sander if I let you <laughs> borrow it? I'll get my own. I'll get my own. <laughs> but do send it to me because I am the I when I go in the in the world before when I got pedicures I always had to get callus treatment and I always had to get that sander. Uh, always sand. Like, my baby. feet my feet need it so i uh, but i was not expecting to see a close-up of kim's peeling feet <sighs> multiple times multiple times
times. Then we see like the kids at the in Wyoming. North is the biggest dog ever. We get to see more of Kim's feet. She's bored. Yeah. That's it. That's it. There's no resolution. Yeah. Kim the only that resolution she is kids. that's another dog that's going to go missing. I hope it's not. <laughs> there. I hope it's like a cattle dog for all those. Those sheeps look like aliens. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Their life is too weird. Um, yeah. We learned that Kim misses her kids. Um, we did a long ass episode, Jessica. I guess we had a lot to say. Yeah. Wow. This was really long. Okay. Well, we did it. We uh, did it. And we did it for you guys. I may not guys. always make you laugh. Sometimes I rub you the wrong way, but you know, you still, you come back. You're like that foot grinder. <laughs> you're like a foot grinder. You gotta love whenever you get your foot dust all over your carpet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired, man. Okay, we got to go to bed. (laughs) We did it. It was a long one. It was just for you because we love you and we have a new president and vice president. Uh, And we release new episodes every Monday. Not this week, but most Mondays. Uh, Check out our website, carditionit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram, like our Facebook page. Email us at carditionit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Carditionit. Bye. Bye.